Welcome back to another episode of The Lawyer You Know, and today we're going to talk about some new legislation and a couple new executive orders in Florida, and we're going to talk about how they actually practically are going to affect everyday life for us Floridians. Hi, I'm Peter Tragos, host of The Lawyer You Know podcast and YouTube channel. The saying goes, everyone hates lawyers until you need one. Well, I'm here when you need one to answer your questions and give you insight that you didn't know you needed. Along with my partners, Pete Sardis, the professor, who has a finance and business background, and George Tragos, my dad, and the conciliary, a criminal defense giant, we can answer any questions you have. We are going to talk about another executive order signed by our governor, Ron DeSantis, and how it's going to affect Floridians here in our state. That executive order is the one regarding future emergency protocols for local governments. Tell me what that executive order is actually about and what it says. The key provision limits the ability of local governments to do emergency orders. They can do an emergency order. It can last for seven days, but they have to redo it every seven days up to a maximum of 42 days. That's as long as they can do an emergency order. And at any time, the governor can overrule that emergency order. Now, if they do an emergency order, it can last forever. Well, those days are gone. So he's doing that to limit the amount that it can just go on in perpetuity, basically forever, without having a change or without having an update, even if circumstances change or update like they did with the coronavirus, but all the local governments just kind of kept the same things in order. Right. He also limited the scope, right? Like he also didn't just limit the time, but he also limited that you can only do the executive order I'm sorry, the local government can only do those emergency orders for specific reasons, and they have to say what those specific reasons are. Right. And one is health. Right. Uh, One is safety. And I mean, those are the logical ones. I mean, we'd all understand the health and safety. But the big thing is they'd have to meet, like county commissioners, they'd have to meet every single week to redo the emergency order. And we know county commissions or, or city commissions, they only meet once a month now. So he's making it doubly difficult for uh, an executive, for an emergency order within a local municipality. Why do you think he's doing this? Well, he's doing this because he wants to make them accountable to the people. Something changes in a week. He doesn't want them to be able just to keep an emergency order, but they have to reassess the reason for the emergency order. Does the health emergency still justify the emergency order? And he has to give the people time to appear before those boards to say, look, things have changed in the last week. You can't just keep this going forever. And they have to vote, be on record, so that's going to be there for their next election. And it's important because if you remember during the pandemic, you could actually watch this stuff live. It was on Facebook Live. It was on all the news channels. You could watch your local government vote and discuss all the decisions they're making. And now it's forcing them to do it more often so that people can be more informed during these emergency situations as to why their rights are being limited potentially like they were in this case. Compare this now to the the recent rule in Florida about how our legislature can also only be limited to one thing and not have all these other things embedded in it so that they can get these special purpose or special interest groups into the laws in Florida. Well, we do have a one topic rule for Florida uh, And not every state has that. No, not every state has that. And the federal government certainly doesn't have that. No, they can throw things into any bill they want. But in Florida, it has to be one topic. Just like uh, you probably heard, constitutional amendments, one topic, and it's gone to the Supreme Court. Many times Supreme Court's kicked out constitutional amendments before they're voted on because they go beyond one topic. The same with the legislature. If you have a specific topic, uh, for instance, you're talking about dog bites, you can't throw in there the uh, human services budget. 
because that would be multiple topics. And Florida has that, and the Supreme Court has thrown out legislation over and over again, Florida Supreme Court, because they've gone beyond the one topic. And that you hear about that all the time in the federal government. That's why a lot of these bills die or they don't vote on them. And they, the Republicans blame the Democrats, and the Democrats blame the Republicans. And the bill is something nice like, let's help military veterans, but then they sneak in all this special interest stuff that actually makes it a bad bill, but who, whichever side's voting against it, the other side can say, they're voting against helping our military veterans. Well, and you know, they can always point to this and point the finger back and forth because each rule of law isn't narrowed to one specific rule and one specific topic and one specific purpose, which is how it should be because for us lay people, or for you lay people, I should say, I guess technically in this situation, I'm not a lay person. When I read it, I should be able to tell what this rule is that I'm going to vote for as a citizen of the state of Florida. I shouldn't be tricked into voting for military benefits if I'm actually going to give bonuses to congressmen and women, or if I'm actually going to help some other organization that has nothing to do with the military. Right. They recently had one here in Florida, uh, also about misleading titles, that the title of the bill or the title of legislation cannot be misleading. You can't say this bill is to benefit solar power when in fact it's sponsored by the utility companies to limit the amount of solar power. So they also have that one topic and it must not be a misleading topic in the title of the bill. It's absolutely insane that that actually has to be a rule. Right. I mean, that's probably lawyers fault because we some lawyers probably got paid to make it some tricky title to make them vote yes on it because some special interest group is going to get a lot of money out of it. But we are here now and we're moving in the right direction. And I think even if you don't agree with Governor DeSantis using his executive powers for this reason, at least I think we can all agree with the fact that every emergency rule from local governments in the future should be limited in time, should be limited in for a specific purpose so we all know what's going on and we can be kept abreast of what's going on every week with multiple updates and see how these people we vote for are voting for things that affect our everyday lives. We've talked about that executive order, and that one is in conjunction with another executive order, right, that affects the powers of local government and how they deal with emergency situations. Well, there's two parts. One is he comes in and says, you cannot have mask mandates. That's it. From now on, our state, no mask mandates. But he also said with another executive order that he is doing away with all past emergency regulations. So he's going forward with one and he's going backwards correcting emergency orders with the other. So he's covering the whole gamut to pretty much wipe out state and local government's ability with these COVID-19 orders, especially the mask orders. And their ability to police, punish, imprison, fine, have any punishments at all for people that don't wear masks or do this stuff, right? He's gotten rid of all fines, so fines are gone. Now you have some businesses, and he signed this executive order in St. Petersburg. And you had a lot of businesses in St. Petersburg that had five, six, ten violations. They had thousands of dollars in fines. And what happens? They're gone. They're wiped out. And we've made videos in the past on are these people actually going to have to pay these fines? What's going to happen? Well, now we have our answer. They don't have to pay their fines. Their fines are washed away. No sending to collections, nothing. It's gone. And interesting enough, enough, he did it in St. Petersburg. And there's many reasons why I think he did it in St. Petersburg. One is... You have a Democratic mayor in St. Petersburg. Who, who, who showed up at the same restaurant to give a press conference two hours later. Right, two but hours at a different later. time. In other words, yeah. the governor comes to your city. You don't show up to say, hi, governor, welcome to my city. You ignore the governor's presence. Then you come in later and complain about what the governor did because pretty much he wiped out all the restrictions and all the fines. I mean, he ripped him pretty good. He, yeah. he ripped DeSantis good. 
um, saying he does, he's going to trust the science, not DeSantis. He's going to trust the CDC, not DeSantis. But so let's talk about why DeSantis did this. Why is he opening up the mat or getting rid of the mask mandate? Why is he doing all this? He called this the evidence-based decision. Well, because our percentages, for instance, and, and I know nobody should die. I mean, of course, that's a sad event for anybody, but the numbers are so low now. And we have more. It all depends, though, because I hear people saying the numbers are still so high. No, they're not. Not in all Florida. Right. They're not in Florida. All right. And now we still have pretty good infection rates. But look at Pinellas County as an example. You're down to almost three percent in Pinellas County, which even the CDC says is the controllable amount. And now you've got the vaccine. And I think it's really important to know that DeSantis is encouraging the vaccine, saying, "Look, you don't have to wear a mask. You want to be safe." Go get the vaccine. So he's encouraging the vaccine. He says he by supports the vaccine. The numbers are great. They're even better in person than they were in the clinical trials. Right. Yeah, he is all for the vaccine. And he said that's the vaccine is the evidence that he's basing this executive order on. Right. What's funny is the mayor then comes, Mayor Kreisman comes up and says, we're less than 50% vaccinated in Pinellas. And that's just Pinellas, which is even better than most of Florida. So less than 50% vaccinated doesn't make any sense that DeSantis wants to do this. But, you know, you, you, again, you look at the science, you look at the numbers. People, you know, Florida is a large state. Uh, it's, I think it's like the fourth or fifth largest state in the country. And you look at the way how open Florida has been. Then you look at California and then you look at New York. They're a very restrictive state. They really were jumping on people and, and abusing civil liberties in order to put forth this agenda about the pandemic. Yet they are worse numbers in Florida, I mean, in New York and California than the wide open Florida. So if you look at the numbers, Florida just did better. That all of these restrictions really, really didn't make as big a difference as everybody thought they, they didn't would. flatten the curve like we were supposed to. But, but, but look Christman at what would the say, economy. Look at the economy. Hold Florida's on, economy. Well, Christman would say that the reason Florida did so well and the reason the economy is in such a good place is because of all these local governments making these emergency orders, making these restrictions, because a lot of them were more restrictive than what DeSantis said. And he even said, imagine how bad it would have been if we would have just listened to DeSantis, the state would have stayed open, no masks ever, instead of listening to these local governing bodies that controlled St. Pete, Orlando, Tampa, Miami, some of the big cities in Florida, because those local governments were, which for the most part are Democrat, because they had those restrictions, that's why the economy is so good. And DeSantis should be thanking the local government, not pulling their power. Well, first of all, that's what Christ was It's not for the most part Democrat. All those cities you named are Democrat. And but what about the rest of the state where it was wide open? You know, Clearwater where we live, we didn't see all these restrictions that St. Petersburg had. We it's had masks never, and all that stuff. But it was but it was not the same. We didn't close down our economy in Clearwater. Um, the economy is outside really of the two ran. weeks that was basically a shutdown to flatten the curve. Right. right. Yeah. We didn't close. And, and that's the question. California's economy is in the dumps. New York's economy is in the dumps. Yeah. But what do you say Not to Florida? But what do you say to the fact that these mayors and the local government leaders are saying that's fine and you can point to results um, instead of mode or whatever. I don't remember what the what the saying is, but the results are good because of the local government, because the emergency powers that he is now limiting. You look at, let's compare some counties. Miami, real, a lot of restriction for a long time. The worst numbers are Also down the in most Dade crowded, the yeah. crazy spring they're breakers. The, yeah, they're the worst. And and there's there's not, the, not the most crowded. 
The most densely populated county mm -hmm. in the entire state is it's Pinellas ours. County. Pinellas. Right here. And the lowest number, we're at 3% in Pinellas County. Hillsborough <laughs> County, Democratic, all those restrictions, they're higher than we are. So how do you explain that? So, okay, so yeah, I get it. And I think that's the thing that's so hard about this. And that's why I hate politics so much is everybody's going to take credit. Nobody's going to take blame. Everybody's going to point the finger. So the local government's going to say it was all because of what we did. DeSantis is going to say it's all because of what I did. The point is we are where we are because DeSantis has executive powers, right? He's a lawyer. And I thought it was very interesting in his press conference. He said, I have these executive powers. You know, it's like these people voted for me. They didn't vote for you guys to be governor. They voted for you to be mayor. And guess what? I can limit your power just like, you know, for people that didn't vote for Biden. He has those same executive powers as the president that he's going to do stuff that whether you voted for him or not, he has the power to do it that DeSantis doesn't. I think we're seeing already by people who have announced for that they're going to run for governor and people that talk about maybe they're going to run for governor, that this is going to be the key issue. Was our open state, you know, if, if people really like the fact that we had an open run state. Run for governor or mayor? Governor, uh, other Charlie states, Chris, you no, Charlie, you know, people are going to run against DeSantis for oh, governor. Oh, you mean you're saying they're going to say we would have done it totally different. Right. We would have done it totally different. And so we're really going to see, would people wanted it to have done differently? Or are I would they be happy shocked. with DeSantis? Yeah. Even the Democrats and even the Republicans that are, that don't like DeSantis, because some of the Republicans love DeSantis. Some don't love him as much. Democrats mostly don't like him, but most people I feel like have wanted to be in a state that's more open. You know, when it comes down to that issue... You know, maybe they're socially liberal or maybe they're fiscally liberal or conservative or libertarian or whatever it may be. But most people, I feel like, have would would lean toward the side, side of being more open. Not everybody, well, obviously, but... Well, and, and look at the other kind of numbers you can look at. People are moving into Florida in droves yeah. from the Democratic states. Yeah, which is probably uh, going to turn, turn Florida yeah, which, Democratic. Which, could affect, which could. could affect our dynamics as far as the election goes. But why are they coming to Florida? They're coming to Florida because we're open. No income They're, tax. We're coming to Florida because our tax, we have low taxes, the weather. I mean, there's just all sorts of reasons why they're coming to Florida and leaving states like California or New York or Illinois. So what do you say to the ones that say he's overreaching? The Republicans are supposed to be the everybody makes their own decisions. You know, government stays out of it. Leave us alone. States have autonomy. Local governments should have some autonomy. And DeSantis is now coming in big government state. His position is going to control everything. What do you say to that? Well, you're right in that. I agree. The Republican, it's kind of party, yeah. the Republican Party has traditionally been a home rule party mm -hmm. where local governments are the ones that should make the decisions for people. And so... That is true, but a lot of people are saying in this emergency that it was okay. They're excusing it. They're giving an excuse for the emergency situation. But he's still overreaching he for has. future emergency he situations. Has, he has done some things that would traditionally not be Republican. Big government, government well, and I also in think your that, lives. Yes, that, I also think true. the vaccine, his comments on the vaccine are not super Republican. I mean, there are some Republicans that are very pro-vaccine, but I feel like mostly it's been the Democratic side that's been pushing you know, the vaccine or calling it the quote unquote science, I guess it's basically just Trump that, you know, people were calling an idiot about it, but he was very pro-vaccine too. I don't think anybody thinks the vaccine is a, is a political Democrat, issue? Republican oh, issue. Oh gosh, I, I feel I, like I've seen a lot of that. I, I do. I do think, well, it's maybe a ultra conservative issue, but as far as the Republican party or Democratic party, I think the real issue is home rule in that have we given up uh, home rule and have the Republicans given up that issue? Because they always used to say, 
Let the local government make yeah. this decision. Let the people who are down on the ground make the decision. We used to talk about that with schools all the time. Let your local school board, don't have the Department of Education dictating standards for Pinellas County schools. Yeah, but is it going to be, and we'll get to that in a second because that's an important aspect. Is it going to be hypocritical then when Biden wants to reach into Florida and other Republican states and control them? Because now you can look and say, well, DeSantis did it. He reached into some Democratic cities with Democratic local governments, and he tried to control them and exercise his executive power, and now I'm just doing the same thing. It's going to be something that these people are going to have to explain and answer yeah, for. It is. It's there, an interesting no thing doubt, to think there's about. There's no doubt about it that this is something they're going to have to answer for. So let's talk about now, you mentioned the schools, Pinellas County Schools and other county school boards. Does this have any effect on them at all? No. Surprisingly enough. Very strange. Um, this executive order it does, does not, not affect pull masks schools. out of schools. Right. Your kids are still going to be wearing masks in schools. The school boards are still allowed to do it through the end of this school year. Right. And masks are here to stay for 2021 school. This executive order does nothing to change that. Right. A lot of people thought it did, but it just absolutely does not. No. Does it affect private businesses' decisions to mandate masks inside their stores or restaurants? No. Does it, it change private, the fact that they can force you to wear a mask when you come in? Well, let's talk about that because that deserves some explanation. Okay, go ahead. Yes. A private business can say, we want you to wear a mask. If you don't wear a mask, they can't ask you to leave. Our local sheriff has come out with a policy that if you don't leave and they want you to leave, a deputy will come and give you a trespass warning and can't arrest you for trespassing on that business. Well, which is already and, the case. I mean, you can already trespass yes. for that, but this is a legitimate reason for a trespass, which makes sense because they're, right. do, they're doing something on your property you don't want them to be doing, which is not wearing the mask. So they can't come arrest them for just not wearing the mask. But there's a workaround with this whole trespass warning. And DeSantis even explained that and said that when he signed the order. Mm -hmm. This does not affect the right of private businesses to make their own decisions about masks or safety precautions or anything like that they want to have in their business. So you can be Which is a Republican state of mind, right? They get right. to do what they want with their business. And it's businesses. Republicans are a pro-business uh, Well, that's what I'm saying. He's, he right. doesn't want to overreach into private business saying you can't do this. He's letting the businesses make their own decision. And, and they can probably, refuse service. They can kick somebody out for this. And that's probably their argument when someone says, aha, you know, you guys want big government. No, we don't. We want government to stay out of private business. So this rule, what it really did is it got government out of your business so that you can run the business the way you want so they to. Used big so government, that can be. they used big government to create small government. To protect business. <laughs> right. They, right. They, they used the bigger arm of the government to strangle the weaker arm of the government to stay away from the businesses and, and people. Right. Yeah, interesting. And, and, and I think that's I think that's going to be one of their arguments are that we freed up businesses to make I just their think own this decisions. is again causing a lot of confusion. Do I wear a mask? Do I not? If they don't have the sign in the door, do I have to wear a mask? Do I have to leave if somebody asks me to leave? Are they really going to trespass me? What's going to happen when people start getting arrested for trespassing? Is that going to be wiped from their record by DeSantis? Is he going to pardon all these people that get trespass warnings for not wearing masks? Like to me, that type of stuff is just going to be so annoying if that's yeah, how people, you know, but just be respectful and be nice. Like it's not put on a mask. If the, if, if you want to go to the restaurant that says you have to wear a mask, just put on the mask, you know, let's or just it. don't go it's, there. It's an, it, it's all this stuff is annoying. Um, all these regulations, mm -hmm. all these rules, you, you've got a situation. I mean, just the, the president's speech in Congress, he sat there mask, everybody in there had masks on. There wasn't a person sitting in that room that hadn't gotten their two shots yet. 
Even though the CDC said you didn't have to wear well, masks for the atmosphere, well, that's what the they all wore said. masks. Yeah, DeSantis said if you don't, if you oppose this, then you oppose science and you oppose the vaccine. He's trying to like you know hit him with those zingers. Right. All right. To finish up, why don't you talk about the legislation, the the most recent legislation that came down? Well, the most recent legislation really is a uh, a codification uh, to make it a statute. What DeSantis really did, they gave him broader the governor, not just DeSantis. They gave the governor broader emergency powers. They gave him the powers to overrule local governments. They codified this seven-day, 42-day uh, rule so they can't have an unlimited amount of time for an emergency rule. And he's also allowed to just invalidate local government. And he can invalidate the, the local rules. So they basically just gave him the, the power. Oh, it also, one of the things, of course, he did this already, but one of the things it also did is it did away with any chance that anybody was going to have a passport for vaccines. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's in the statute as well, mm-hmm. is that you cannot force someone to have a vaccine in order to get their job or or they're, they're probably going to be able to on the airplane because the federal government regulates airplanes. But not to travel city to city in Florida right. or county Florida. to county. You can't require, Pinellas County can't require somebody before entering their county from Hillsborough showing that they have a, a vaccine passport. Right. That's out. So, so basically, it doesn't mean the governor will invalidate local government in the future or their emergency rules. It just means they can. Right. Right. Which is going to mean if they're, you know, if it's a Republican versus a Democrat or vice versa, then they probably will. Because again, that happens if there's going to be a Democratic governor and a Republican local government, then that same thing can happen the other way. So it's not just for Republican parties, it's whoever the governor is. You know, and that's something parties just seem to forget the Republicans. Exactly. They always forget the fact yeah, you're in power today. Yeah, take all but, the power. But, well, the next governor's going to have it the too. The next guy, and, and Congress forgets that too. Mm-hmm. They talk about doing away with the filibuster. Well, if they do away with the filibuster now when Democrats have the votes, then they're going to be still crying be gone when, when it becomes yeah, Republicans, Republicans yeah. coming. Yeah. So That's just politics in yeah. general. But So a lot of things changing in Florida, yet it's probably going to feel pretty much the same out there since businesses can still do this and our kids still have to wear them at school. But hopefully we'll get more clarification. Hopefully we can work together as a state in the future. Thanks for listening. Hope you guys catch us next episode.